the Pathfinders, the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Episode, episode 200. 200. Dun, dun, dun. We made it. They said we'd never make it. <laughs> they thought we'd make it. I don't it. know who these people are, but screw them. Yeah, they know <laughs> who they are. So, yeah, we are back once again for our 200th episode. That is... Uh, that is a staggering feat that I did not expect. Well, I mean, I expected that I could not envision 100 episodes ago. It's crazy to actually be here. 100 episodes ago, we were doing an A side, B side after meeting Masika for the first time back yeah. in the back in the deserts. Uh, actually, no, you guys had yeah. not even entered at that point the parched dunes. No, we were just no. in Masika's no, village. No, yeah, you're right. We've come a long way. We've come a yeah. long way, and now we're here. We're at the precipice. Of the uh, the end of this epic journey, and uh, and hopefully it doesn't end in the next chamber. So uh, hey, we didn't get turned into crocodiles. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, well, some of you did, but, yeah, but none of the PCs. Eh. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. They're cute as crocodiles. They're cute as scarabs. It's all fine. In fact, technically they got an speaking, upgrade. it might have been an improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah they true. got an intelligence now. Their survivability increased greatly. Yeah, not to shame any scorpions out there or scorpion listenership, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it may have in fact been an improvement for them. Mm-hmm. A lot of our Scorpion uh, listeners really love Stinger Jr. <laughs> They're really sad at the passing of Stinger Sr. Did, did he get eaten? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't actually know if there ever even was a Stinger Sr. There senior. was one. Fans, that you tell us. That joke has been going on so long I've forgotten its origin. <laughs> 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 at that's least what 200 episodes. episodes will do to you. <laughs> yep. That is exactly what 200 episodes will do to you. Heck, that's what two weeks will do to you. <laughs> that's fair. So I suppose to uh, to go ahead and jump back in, you uh, instead the last episode, you had made your way. You were back in the Crypt of Water. The party had made their way to the Hall of the Crocodile Kings. And after a uh, flashback revealing the the betrayal of the eponymous Crocodile Kings of uh, our betrayal by the eponymous Crocodile Kings of the Sky Pharaoh, uh, you had then decided to go ahead and, and try your best by putting it on one of the statues joke sort of on you, although you'd actually had that kind of revealed by Sugar previously, that neither option was actually the correct option, so it was a false yeah. choice. It was indeed with. a trap. But we wanted yeah. this helmet thingy, and I'm glad we have it. I figured we were going <laughs> to need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You'd placed it on uh, one of the two heads, because it didn't really matter which one that you put it on. I believe you mm-hmm. uh, crowned uh, Timboss, at which point the uh, this section had shook, there was cracks, there was a heightened Bellful polymorph trap. So oh, that's Lord. fun. Great. Oh, Great. Great. Which, quote, uh, permanently transforms into baby crocodile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fortitude Very save, DC 27 negates, will DC 7 <laughs> partial. Oh, DC 27 goodness. partial. Wow. So, yeah, as it flowed into the room, at which point uh, you guys uh, hid in some water until Hollis dispelled it, which was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprising, by the way, the uh, the Dispel DC on that was a 28, so it wasn't a good thing. You had then uh, packed up, you'd left from there, made your way back out. There's still some blazing uh, pillars of giant molten metal, which does some cool stuff. Uh, especially if you get stuck in it while trying to make the escape artist check. Ugh. That sounds like after-party fuel right there. Yeah, we'll have to come back to that later. Although it is amazing how often we say we need to come back to something in the after-party and then never and then revisit completely it. completely forget no, about it. Yeah. Because people should take notes. It's true. That's okay. what post-its are for. Sometimes I have post-its around. Sometimes I don't. Yep. <laughs> Patreon stretch goal, uh, find the path brand post-its. Oh, that'd be cool. 
That would be really cool. We should actually consider that for a Patreon actually, reward. I was going to say, I don't actually <laughs> think that'd be that difficult, to be honest. Yeah. You'd then made your way. Uh, you'd actually continued around the corner from there and found another one of the twin statues. You had uh, then posed the statue in the proper action figure pose, which had, uh, as you'd eventually determined, unlocked the twin portals, which made their way in, which are portals in the traditional sense and not portals in the magical sense, which I think was some of the uh, thought process going on there. Aha, they got you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, English, for being ambiguous. And we left off with the uh, the lot of you diving into the water in one of the, uh, the twin portals uh, chambers seeing that there was a 10-foot-wide circular opening in the wall which led into, uh, you have no idea where, as you dove beneath the surface, Hollis donning the helm of underwater action, which was your reward for choosing one of the statues of the previous room. Masika, Citra, and Sudi trusting in Masika's water-breathing spell to allow you to uh, make your way through the water. Yeah, we can breathe the water, but it doesn't help with the taste of the water. I have a bubble on my head. Uh, Sudi's gone back to holding his breath, because that's gross. (laughs) Yeah, well, not all of us have that option, Sudi. Some of us are just hashtag blessed. (laughs) I mean, not really, because you're not exhaling the water, per se. So it's just that lingering taste in your mouth. Ew. There's no escaping it, except for Hollis. There is no good option in this, is what I'm learning. Hollis is having a great time. I am yeah, holding exactly. my like satchel right next to my face though, so that sugar so that sugar's also in the bubble. I <laughs> think sugar already has water breathing though. Yeah. Oh yeah, she, she didn't die. Yeah. I suppose then uh, we start back off with all of you uh, in the uh, this murky brackish water. We're gonna have to get really good with our sign language here because now we can't speak. I don't believe. Actually, can we speak with water breathing? Uh, if you go, if we... you're water breathing, you can speak. You can speak in spellcast normally if you're water breathing. Ah. I believe all of you decided to swim your way through the portal, correct? We did. Yep. Yes. Delving beneath the surface of the water, swimming your way forward. You make your way from this chamber into a separate chamber. As you splash, you swim through here. You believe that this chamber is filled with seawater. Long, snaky lengths of huge plants grow out of the water, extending actually all the way up to the ceiling above as you, I imagine, reach the other side, crest your head up on the other side, revealing what seems to be a spacious chamber, although its exact dimensions are impossible to determine as the foliage here is so thick. There's a soft blue glowing light, almost like a fairy fire coming from beneath the water surface, far beneath the water surface as you're given the impression that the the water in this chamber is perhaps much deeper than the water in the previous chamber was. That worries me. Mechanically speaking, the foliage in this room limits vision to five feet. Ah, nuts. Well, let's uh, let's all stay close, I suppose. (laughs) Plump up. Indeed. Yep. Now, correct me if I am wrong. The helmet grants Hollis a swim speed and Basika has a swim speed as an undying, correct? Yes, I have a swim speed of 30. And mm-hmm. Sudi and Citra, uh, this is calm water, which means if you can take 10 on a swim check and get a 10, uh, that can. you can swim. I can. Okay. Uh, so. With my one rank in swim, that gives me a four. Oh, okay. I've already got, I've got a 10 and then taking 10, I get a 20. So I'm good. Okay. So Citra's the worst swimmer right now. <laughs> Just so you are aware, that means that Sudi and Citra, you can swim at half of your movement speed as a full round action. 25 feet. Yep. 15 feet. So I'm assuming you're moving at Citra speed. 
Yep, so 15 feet it is. But you find yourself in this uh, this strange chamber. Hmm. Okay, so head towards the light? Yeah, seems the most logical course. I guess we dive down towards this light because we kind of don't have anything else to go towards. No other... Uh, there's, there's no other landmarks in this place. It's just really. plants. Yep, it's just all plant. The lot of you, again, in this uh, this darkened chamber, this you're not entirely positive, this seaweed basically growing up out from beneath the, uh, the water's surface, making its way up all the way to the roof above. Take a deep breath, dive in. For Sudi, I imagine, who doesn't want to breathe in any more of this water. Masika and Citra just kind of deal with it. Hollis has a little air bubble thing. Whee! As you swim down, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and give me a will save from the party. Oh, oh that's always no. a good sign. I roll a 12 for a 25. Uh, I roll a 14, which gets me a 32. Duh. I have big numbers. 31. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Uh, I roll a 17, which gets me a 35. Does Narmer need to make this save? Technically, no. Okay. Also, I assume he's in the bag right now. Oh, yeah. Narmer, get in the bag. Citra? I rolled a 2 for a 13. Oh, no, Citra, why? Because my will saves are the worst. (laughs) Good news, everyone. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, I didn't do all of this for no reason. So Citra fells. uh, Everyone else succeeds. Do I just sink? As you dive beneath the surface, you make your way forward. Uh, Sudi's the first to note, although quickly followed by Masika and Hollis, who are swimming down in his wake. Oh no, is this the whole every corner you lose your direction like thing that we encountered in the Sightless Sphinx? Oh. No, no, that'd be really cool. That would no, have been instead. really interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sudi, you reach out a hand just kind of move to uh, to gesture these these weeds out of your way as Citra continues to fight through them ahead of you. You grew up in Wati, down in the poorest parts of Wati, down on the banks of the River Sphinx. Texture isn't right. And the moment you think that, you notice that your fingers slide through the seaweed as if it's not even seaweed. there. As you retract your hand for a second, you can almost see to the far side of the room as if all of the seaweed becomes semi-transparent as you successfully disbelieve the surrounding, one might even call it hallucinary terrain. Oh, Mm. dang, nice. Masika and Hollis, after a moment, both of you have the same realization, although Citra much more trusting in, I guess, the tangible senses around her and not as much of a, you know, water person or anything like that. It's just like, man, this seems right. <laughs> Revealing instead for all of you that again, this is a, a seaweed or seawater filled chamber choked with, well, now you realize magical illusions of seaweed clinging all the way up to the ceiling. However, as you disbelieve this, you realize that you're in a chamber, some maybe 50 or 60 feet across, about 40 feet wide. The water descends down to a depth of some 50 feet below. As are below the surface of the water, you're currently 10 feet below the surface of the water, so about 40 feet further down from where you are. In the center of the chamber, there is a large pillar. It seems to reach up from the floor of the chamber 40 feet high and is completely submerged beneath the 50 feet of water. Beyond that, you can see a four-sided glowing 
blue pyramid surrounded by floating motes of light. Okay. Of a more immediate concern. Oh, there we here we go. Is the chamber's sole occupant. Ah, nerds. The creature in question, vaguely, and only in the most generous of terms, resembles a human. Muscular, covered in scales and bristling with spiny ridges and coral horns. This menacing thing seems to be some sort of hybrid of a man and some form of deep sea fish. Is it that statue we've been seeing everywhere? Very similar, uh, but not exactly. Grayish white in color and striped like a tiger fish. He has blazing eyes and a mouth full of needle sharp teeth. The creature kind of looks like that. Wow. Kind of looks like a lionfish. Oh, he's cool. Kinda look, he's really like cool a lionfish. looking. Why does he have a hand around his neck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, he has a human hand around his neck. Well, for funsies. Um, Actually, I think it might be an elven hand. I'm not positive. It is pretty long, spindly, but uh, yeah, his little piranha mouth is not good. As the creature looks over towards you where it's crouched next to the pillar here, as if awaiting for you to swim past him to make your way down to the motes of light below, clutching in one hand a vicious-looking spear. Great. The creature, seeing you, seeing him... As Sudi, you make eye contact since, you know, one eye uh, with the being <laughs> lets out a roar and I'll need initiative from the party. Great. Oh my goodness. I don't do so well fighting underwater. I have to remember how to underwater combat with my fists. I don't have anything piercing. Oh, no. And I rolled bad yeah, where in my was initiative. this roll when I needed to see through the illusion? B-A-D bad. <laughs> All right. Hollis Stark with her. Hollis rolls a 16 for a 33. Nope, that's wrong. What? That's very high. <laughs> 23. <laughs> I'm struggling. So right, like, so dang. I'm having condition. a struggle. That is my Sudi final contact. answer. Sudi rolls a two for an eight. Two sides. Right. surprising. Okay. Yep. Masika of the Beckon. I roll a 10 for a 12. Citra Nahamra. Citra rolled a 19 for a 25. Oh, right. So, surprise attack round because Citra is unaware of the enemy. I heard the roar. You heard the <laughs> roar. It's like, there's something here. And unfortunately. Unfortunately? Real quick, I'm just going to go ahead and spout all of this out here because uh, I say unfortunately because, you know, this has been a desert campaign. We have not had to dive into underwater combat rules since our fight with a hippo. Yeah. All the way like back in what, book two? episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, jeez. 151 episodes ago, because that was immediately <laughs> before episode 50, well, if I recall okay, correctly. Then. Oh, good gracious. All right, so a couple of things for you guys to keep in mind while doing underwater combat. First and foremost, uh, if you have a swim speed, mm-hmm. uh, slashing or bludgeoning weapons are a minus two to uh, your attack roll until half damage. Uh, piercing attacks are normal, and movement for you is normal. With a successful swim check, it's the exact same, except for movement for you is quarter or half. Uh, for those of you who have options that give you freedom of movement, that removes the minus two penalty on attacks with slashing or bludgeoning weapons, and you do full damage with them. 
just keep that in mind immediately. As far as ranged weapons are concerned, thrown weapons are ineffective underwater, even when launched from land. Attacks with other ranged weapons take a minus two penalty on attack rolls for every five feet of water that they pass through. This, of course, does not apply if you're shooting magic out of your fingertips. Spells or spell-like effects with the fire descriptor are ineffective underwater unless the caster makes a caster level check. Great. That is in addition to the fact that uh, your fire spells will have a 20% spell failure chance unless you also make a spellcraft roll, in addition to the caster level check if you choose to use fire down here. And basically, more or less, instead of a fireball, it actually makes a 20-foot radius steam bubble. So, cool stuff. Okay. Uh, anyone casting wow. underwater uh, must make a uh, concentration check if they can't breathe water. All of you can either breathe water or have a bubble around your head to cast spells underwater. Okay. So, just a couple things to keep in mind. Mostly the uh, minus two to hit and half damage from uh, you bludgeoning folks. <laughs> bludgeoning or slicing folks, which I believe are both the uh, frontline characters. So, and what is it to switch over my ring? Uh, four round action, because you have to four remove round. the ring and oh, then place the right, other ring on. I have to take the other one off. Okay. So, surprise attack round, Hollis Starkweather. Hmm. Since you have a swim speed, you do not need to make a swim check. Excellent. Uh, I'm gonna start by. Do we know anything about this creature? Can I can I roll anything to know stuff about this creature? You oh, may I so. make an knowledge the planes. Oh, perfect. Oh, I'm gonna roll a nat twenty on that. Hey, I'm sure it'll all be fine. Uh, that gets me a forty-six. With a forty-six, uh, you do know what this thing is. You know a ah. great deal about this thing. <laughs> In fact, first and foremost, this is a form of outsider known as a div. Oh, okay. Oh. They are neutral evil outsiders that sow misfortune and ruin. Okay. The, while demons exist to destroy, devils yearn to corrupt and control, and demons seek the death of all things, the foul beings known as divs strive to ruin and despoil all things created by mortals. They are spawned from corrupted genies exiled into the accursed depths of Abaddon. Divs harbor an ancient hatred against all mortal kind, doing all in their power to not simply not simply to destroy, but also torment all that lives. Divs seek to spoil all things beautiful and joyous, dooming their victims to existences full of frustration and suffering before succumbing to lengthy and painful deaths. Nice people. This Great. one, however, is specifically, and uh, before you ask for spelling on it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> A Gawas Div. Uh, I'm going to say Gawas and not Jawas, which... Okay, that's good. Boutini. Boutini. Okay, now this thing yells Boutini, and I, that's what it does. Boutini. Yep, he pops out, yells Boutini, and then tries to kill you. Hits us with a shotgun. <laughs> Full of poison and treachery, Gawas foul the seas and seek to bring ruin to those who dwell there. Gawas resemble a mixture of hulking humanoid, prehistoric fish, and poisonous bottom feeder. While most Gawas live in salt water, they sometimes teleport to oases to defile them or suck them dry. Ew. Although they see all mortals as enemies, Gawas bear a particular grudge against peaceable, water-breathing creatures such as merfolk and lokanth. All Gawas find the toiling of bells insufferable, uh, the sound filling them with rage and driving them to seek out their source and destroy either the bell or those ringing it. If only we had a bell. Like a uh, typical Gawas, this one is actually a little bit over standard uh, size since they are typically 12 feet tall. This one is 13. Great. Big boy. Oh, mm. big boy. You may ask five questions pertaining towards the Gawas. Is there anything it particularly hates? Bells. Bells. But that mostly drives them to go kill someone that has bells. So it's good for yeah, a taunt, but bells. that's about it. It's really bad for an aporson. <laughs> I know, right? Ah, so I will nice. count that as weaknesses. He does not possess oh, okay. any weaknesses. Let's do... Uh, special defenses. 
All right, buckle in. Uh, first off, he has damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes his damage reduction is a separate question. Secondly, he is immune to fire, so we won't really have to worry about those fire rules. Okay. Uh, thirdly, he has he's immune to poison. Next, he is resistant to acid and electricity. So for those of you keeping track of home, cold is the only thing that he does not have a resistance to. And okay. sonic. He also has I spell resistance. So there's that. He also has a defensive ability known Jeez. as Rough Hide. Goas have rough hides studded with jagged barbs and spiny protrusion. Oh. Any creature striking a Goa with a natural weapon or unarmed strike takes Dang 26 it. points of slicing and piercing damage. So keep that in mind when Sudi goes up and tries to punch the shark man. It's starting to feel like he should just use his dagger. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and go for that damage reduction. Goas possess a damage reduction of 10, which can over only be overcome by weapons that are both cold iron and good aligned. Okay. Well, crud. All right, never mind. We can't use the dagger because uh, it maxes out at 10 points of damage for me. <laughs> it's not a plus one cold iron holy dagger. Uh, nope, definitely not. So <laughs> right, back to the fists. Fourth question. What kind of special attacks does he have? First off, he has spellcasting, although knowing exactly what those spells are is a separate question. Mm. Secondly, he has poison. The bite of the Gawa is not poisoned. However, he does have a stinger. The stinger is poisoned. They also poison their spears. The uh, poison is uh, rather bad. Uh, it will not kill you, however. It just, it does, uh, basically it's paralytic. It does strength damage until say, it drains gonna, all It's gonna make you, uh, you gotta suffer, right? It's you have to make suffer. You suffer. So you have to have painful death. In addition to that, it also has a special ability called Boiling Sea. Um, as a standard action, it can cause the waters around it to boil. Oh, great. Oh, you my know, gosh. We wanted to be lobsters today. This affects everything within a 50-foot radius. 50 feet? Uh, any creature that is within the same body of water and at least half submerged uh, will take 66 points of heat damage. Great. It's interesting that it defines it as heat and not fire damage. That's, so you that's can't weird. resist energy mm -hmm. on it. Yeah, that's curious. Because I had been, I just started looking like, okay, resist energy, fire. Okay. So it sounds like we need to drop this guy quick, 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 and with magic because our physical attacks are not going to be are going to be pretty weak against them. Yeah. yeah, I only have slashy slash. Also, you can't see him right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Question five: What are his spells? All right. So first off, he is able to, as a constant ability, detect good and detect magic. Okay. At will, he can control water, curse okay, right. water, <laughs> use deeper darkness. Maybe we just Great. lure him out. And Dimension Door. Oh, I oh. hate Dimension Door. He's not going to leave the water to fight us with that big of an advantage in it. No, He'll just no camp way. by the pyramid. Keep in mind with Control Water, if you left this room, he could just flood the next room and keep following you. <laughs> true, yeah. true. Thrice per day, he can use Hallucinary Terrain. Which he just did. Stinking Cloud. Great. He can also three times per day summon... Although you're not entirely positive how that works in here. Although if he is a guardian in this place, it's possible Hakatev let him know the keyword to get through the summoning. Probably. Uh, in that case, if he does summon, he will summon a Haraka Div. Oh, cool. That's still horrible. Yep. Great. Great. Finally, uh, three times per day, he can use the spell Quench, which isn't nearly as, as impressive, okay, but it basically yeah. can put out fires. It does a lot to uh, creatures the of the fire. The fire that he's immune to? <laughs> yep, but he can also put out fires. I mean, okay, all right. Well, that's that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hollis just looks over at this guy, and I'm going to 
attempt a banishment. <laughs> yes, please banish him. So okay. I've got no a he sounds like he's gonna be spell not penetration fun to... situation. Gosh, I hope you get this off. Please get this off. <laughs> okay, all right. That's not bad roll. Well, he's got a save and stuff too. That's true. Okay. I rolled an 18 on the die. I get a plus four from Nethus things. And then you guys are 15 level now? We are. We yeah. are. Okay. 37? So he's within the 30 hit, hit die that you can do. So uh, 37 to get through spell resistance? Yeah. 37 will succeed. Oh, Yay! Okay. All right, all right. So now he gets to do his um, will save. I don't happen fail to have any bells or anything, it, so. Fail it. That is a 30 even. Dang oh. oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that passes. Dang it. Ah, it was worth a shot. Well, I tried, y'all. He's so willful. He's Man, very too bad willful. your black cat thing doesn't work if other people do stuff. Lol. <laughs> that yeah, is right. dual curse oracle you're talking about, and it is the best thing ever. I have a dismissal, but it may not even be worth it. Wait honestly. a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> is Jordan going to look up his class ability? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I could have sworn I had something that actually makes the other person reroll. It's your black cat. Uh, Probably not for my stuff. It's the black cat ability, yes. Once per day, I can when make When you're hit by a melee attack, you can force the opponent yeah. to make the attack yeah. to re-roll so, with a minus four penalty. That's, okay, that's not going to actually work then. Yeah, I know. That's Dang. what I was saying. I was like, I was hoping that it would work on someone else, but it does not. Uh, so from Hollis, uh, who has a five-foot swim if she'd like to take it? Uh, sure, I'll five-foot swim away. <laughs> <laughs> from Hollis, we go to the div. This guy. First off, he roars. Mm. Like you do. Secondly, although this is not something that uh, you as players know so much. Uh, so secondly, he rages. Oh, oh. great. He's great. a barbarian div. He should have a of bad will save, but I'm upset of about it. Of course he is. No, the barbarian gives him a little bit of will save, but it's mostly because of the 14 outsider hit die. Yeah, because outsiders get it's the irony of it being a will save when they give all outsiders good will saves. Yeah. Yep. Lame, I say. Lame. Oh, actually, you do raise a valid point, Jessica. Uh, 28. Sorry, I was factoring in his rage bonus on his will saves whenever I was uh, giving you that number before. Oh, no, he, he definitely he still saves. Okay. The DC was a 24. Oh, that's, you know, it was still it close. Was closer. It was close, but yeah. Please tell me he has raging swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Just to just to really stick it to us, how how in his element he is. Uh, he's twenty feet beneath you, and Hollis is twenty feet away. Oh, thank you, friend. Which means Hollis is about twenty-eight feet away from him. So uh, yeah, he'll just go ahead and boil all the water. Right. So yeah. I will need a reflex save from the party. I don't like. Okay, dice. I'll take all it. All right. Uh, Hollis rolls a nineteen for a thirty-two. I get a 32? perfect 20 for a 39. Okay. A 13 for a 22. 22. I'm having a bad night, guys. Uh-oh, <laughs> no. this is not a good fight to have a bad night in. I rolled a three for a 22. Ooh. Very well. Uh, so Hollis and Sudi save, Masika and Citra fell. Although you have uh, improved evasion, though. No, I don't. Oh, you not get improved evasion? Improved evasion is an advanced rogue talent. Oh. She used all of hers to get awesome uh, opportunist and yeah, <laughs> dispelling yeah. strikes. So, uh, Sudi and Hollis save. Uh, Sudi somehow saving with evasion, which I can only assume means that he instantaneously shoots up 10 feet and bursts from the water like a dolphin before flipping and diving <laughs> back in. 
because it's the only way I can imagine evading a boiling <laughs> okay, lake. Can boiling I just point out water. that Jessica just turned into a dolphin? <laughs> I made a dolphin sound because, you know, you're jumping out of the lake. <laughs> okay, so it was an intentional dolphin sound. Yeah, yeah I was talking about a dolphin. Yeah, it make, I it was all adding sense contextual noise. <laughs> Jessica was saving me having to look up a dolphin sound effect in Sirenscape. <laughs> Exactly. So now I just have to use that. If I remember correctly, there was not a dolphin sound effect in Sirenscape because Ben Looms had to look it up on YouTube when he was uh, doing it at PaizoCon one day. That was PaizoCon a couple years ago. So maybe he's added it by now, but he didn't originally. I'll look up uh, I'll look up dolphin later and see if it's somewhere on Sirenscape. <laughs> so Sudi takes no damage. Hollis Whee! takes eight points of heat damage, whatever that means. Does it, is it an energy type? I think they specifically call it heat damage so that it doesn't apply to fire resistance. It, I feel I like that. I really feel like it should. Yeah. I mean, you are the game master, so it's your call, right? Give me one second to see if there's an FAQ. <laughs> as, as Rick is like, okay, this makes no sense. Because I, I don't think I've ever heard heat damage be like mentioned in any adventure path or heat module or metal anything. does fire damage. Yeah, it exactly. Does, so true. like, And, and specifically in other sources, they've called out boiling water as being fire damage. Boiling water is always fire damage. I literally think that somebody put heat when they meant to put, type in fire. Yeah. And I'm just going to count this it. as fire damage. Okay, then I so take it no is fire damage. damage if you want to use. I'm just going to say it's fire damage. Then it takes some some of my absorption off, but that's it. Uh, correct. And so uh, Masika and Citra take 17 points of fire damage. I actually don't take any because my helm gives me fire resistance. Masika, oh, you yeah. also have a ring wait. of fire resistance, don't you? Oh, wait, I do have that ring of energy shroud, but it's not an energy. I thought when Citra took her helmet, you took her ring. It does give me five fire resistance, but it's not an elemental resistance. Yeah. It's not like a ring of elemental resistance. But it does knock five points off of that, so there is that. So the Oops. water all around you all begins to boil, uh, probably much to Citrus' surprise, because she's like, Hollis is casting, there must be something. Oh god, it's boiling. None of this is real! <laughs> Again, yeah, you, you literally don't even have like the awareness that it's happening. You're just like, all of a sudden, the no. boiling water just washes over you, because all you see is like, kelp. <laughs> Seaweed is not real! Nar Narmer's just inside of the bag, desperately trying to protect the alligators. <laughs> no, the alligators are in a pot on the boat. Oh, that's right. You, you yeah, left them the in the hands of the Thanadamons. I forgot. <laughs> we put a lid on it so that they couldn't escape. <laughs> we we gave them a look. It's like, if you touch our crocodiles, we're going to get you next. I seriously thought Jessica was going to say, we put a lid on it so the Thanadamons couldn't get them. <laughs> It's a, a good lid. thing that they've never figured out lid technology. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely didn't see us pop on the clasp like it's an instant pot. <laughs> that is not it's true. How, how I did that. Masika of the Beckon. All right. Still surprise attack round. Murder rate. Can I hit this thing with a cone of cold without clipping Citra? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, you should be able. He's going to get cover from the, uh, the pillar. How much but cover is that pillar going to give him? Partial. I mean, and to be fair, I, I usually do well on reflex saves. I do have a plus 19. <laughs> so. Yeah, but you don't want to take a conical. Well, regard no. from where Masika is, regardless of how she fired it, he's going to get cover because that pillar's between her and him. Yeah. Big old div fight. Yeah, it's it's not fun. All right, I guess I'm going to cast conical. I can only imagine the 
disturbing sensation for all of you as this water is flash boiled and then flash frozen as a blast of cold shoots all off of our, our hands. metal warps. I, I love that it's basically, it's basically just like he hits us with a wave of hot and then we just retaliate with a wave of cold. <laughs> yep, that's what we. He's not resistant to cold. That's all we know. It's the only thing we know about him is that he's not resistant. Well, actually, to we cold. know a lot so about him. So he'll need but... to make a reflex save. All right, let's go and give him a reflex save here. It's not terrible, but it's also not. Actually, that's still pretty great. Uh, it's a 26. That's it on the freaking nose. Ah. I keep going. It's like, uh, he probably doesn't know. Wait, it was a 24. So if that's with the plus two, then yeah. But anyway, so I roll 63 points of damage. So he'll take 31. That was some good rolling. That was was a really good roll then. Yeah. A solid hit as the, uh, again, you extend your hand. The water begins to flash freeze like shards of ice water go streaking off, uh, slicing into him and coating the entirety of this side of the pillar in this rhyme of frost. Yeah, Citra and Masika taking this like deep breath of uh, half boiling hot, half frigid cold water. All right, that's the end of my turn. From Masika, we go to Sudikantar. Okay, uh, swift actions and surprise attacks rounds, yes? Yes. Sudi's gonna get big. <laughs> Step one, get some DR going. And then I'm gonna do, uh, I guess, half the action to swap out the, my uh, rings to give me the freedom of movement rings. So I'll uh, take off my ring of natural armor. Okay. And then next round I can turn on the, uh, the ring of freedom of movement as a move action and go from there. Okay, so you slide off uh, one of your rings, kinda, you're gripping in one hand, just pulling out the, uh, the other ring, getting it ready. Uh, your larger self. Yes. Make my monster grow, please. Very well. <laughs> like a chia pet. Sudi. <laughs> chia pet. <laughs> She's like, you're in the Weird, water. Weirdly, weirdly <laughs> this does sponges. make me look, I do look like a chia pet. So. You know those little sponges, when you put them in the water, they expand into like little dinosaur shapes? Oh, the little, uh, yeah, like the little dinosaur capsule things? Yeah. Yeah. Except for your cat. Oh, um, real quick, <laughs> I do need Sudi to make me a swim check. I will attempt this, although I don't really care if I fail because he's down there. I got to get to him some way. Sure. I roll a three for a 13. 13 still succeeds. From there we go to round one of combat. Citra Nahamra. Disbelieve. Can I roll to disbelieve the seaweed? That ain't real, the seaweed, Citra. <laughs> Looks pretty real to me. No, it's a, an illusion. You remember we talked about illusion? It's definitely <laughs> fake. Not one of our most recent lessons. I know, I don't lack illusion that much. <laughs> it used to be a bard school. Citra, if it was ago. real, why would I be this big in the kelp? Maneuverability? <laughs> Although, to be fair, the with the illusion here, it is parting around you as if you were a large-sized creature now. Yeah. So, ah, dang it. It's an illusion. <laughs> dang it. Dang uh, it, hallucinatory terrain. I assume I can roll to try to disbelieve it. Once you start moving through it and attempting to interact with it, yes. Okay. Can I even see where this guy is? You know that uh, the b- water's boiling, and you know that Masika blasted off uh, ice, like, basically at a 45-degree angle off of her. So you know the general direction that Masika was attacking. I'm, I'm going to try to wave my hand through the seaweed to try and disbelieve it. I think I may succeed this time. I rolled a 15, which gets me a 26. I have several people telling me it's not real, and they are my, my good compatriots. I should be able to trust them. Should. Creatures encountering an illusion uh, usually do not receive saving throws to recognize it as illusionary until they study it carefully or interact with it in some fashion, which you're interacting with. Yes. Okay, you are allowed a second save, and uh, okay. however, you do get a second save with a plus four bonus. Oh, well then plus four gets me a 30. Yep. If 
focusing on this, basically going, I don't really know, I know some about magic, but not a lot about magic, and the two magic folk are, are saying this isn't real, unless they're all mind-controlled. Uh, but you do, however, manage to successfully wave your hand through the effect, uh, at which point everything becomes semi-transparent. Yep, since this is a glamour and not a uh, figment or phantasm. Ah, uh, magic subschools. Ah, much better. <laughs> so at that point, oh, you're right. able to see the entire room, including the giant monstrous creature attempting to kill you. Great. Uh, of which I am also in the water and I can't do nearly as much. That's true. Uh, then Citra is going to uh, start swimming down and south, I guess, to try and get on the uh, uh, opposite side of the pillar from a uh, little lionfish guy. Hopefully okay. getting into position behind him. <laughs> Maybe next turn. <laughs> you are currently at a depth of uh, 10 feet. Uh, he is down 10 feet below you. Okay. So do you wish to descend while you're swimming? Yes. Okay. And so first off, I'll need you to make a swim check. Are you swimming as a full round action or are you swimming as a move action? Uh, let's just go ahead and go full round so I can get in position. Okay. Oh, these these rolls are much better, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was I waiting like for it. the next hour to be Citra floundering in the water. <laughs> no, I rolled an 18 on that one, which gets me a 22. 22. All right. <laughs> so at that point, you can swim half your movement speed. <laughs> so 15 feet, I believe. Yep. All right. So you paddle your way over 15 feet. I make a face at him. That's my turn. You get to circle around. <laughs> make a face at him. <laughs> He's got a face, so she's probably doing a. Space it's gonna take him. a long time for Citra <laughs> to get into that flank. <laughs> yeah. From there, we go to Hollis Starkweather. Hollis is gonna swim forward. Disintegrate this fool. No. Hollis enjoying swimming like a, an Olympic athlete with this it's new helmet fun. on. Whee! I'm kicking my feet. Hollis points a finger and casts Polar Ray. <laughs> I just hit him with the cold. I have to hit him because it's a ranged touch attack. But it okay. doesn't allow a save. So take that, Mr. Guy. <laughs> that is technically correct. The best kind of correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sometimes I do wish we were on screen just so people could see the weird... The weird, <laughs> yeah, the weird reactions to stuff. Hey, I do what I do. <laughs> of course, then they'd see a lot of us just randomly dancing when we're waiting on things, which is probably not nearly as entertaining as we yeah, think. Just sitting us doing the, like, widest dances you got. All right, I rolled <laughs> spell resistance. For the record, uh, I don't okay, dance. 11 plus Yeah, because she's lame and doesn't want to join us. 30 to get through a spell resistance. A 30 will get through his spell resistance. Cool. I rolled a 13 for a 24 to touch him. You chant in tone, gesture out with a hand. A ray of frost shoots from your fingertip, creating this thin line of frozen water between you and your target before slamming full on into one of his bulky shoulders. Boom. Hey. I'm excited about it. Now I get to roll damage. The best thing. Hit him with thing. that damage. So, Polar Ray is rad because it does damage and a D4 of Dexterity Drain. Oh! oh. It's an 8th level spell, baby. So It is a killer 8th level spell. 4 on that Dexterity Drain. Ouch! Oh. Wow. And then, let's see. Per caster level, we are 15th level. Ah. I'll have to remember to factor that minus 2 to his reflex save. Indeed. And then uh, 50 cold, or 50 cold damage, yes. 50 Ouch. cold damage right in his eyeball. Yeah. 
Ouch. Y'all are going to have this guy handled before I even get down there. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping. Delightful. <laughs> right, me too. I'm like, please, please. Don't and then Hollis realizes she is in open water and he is directly in front of her. And this is going to be real bad. Speaking of which. <laughs> this guy. This guy. But it was a ray. I had to have a line. No, I think it was a good move. <laughs> okay, so Citrus swam forward 15 feet and down five, correct? Oh, yep. no, she swam. She just swam forward 15 feet. <laughs> what you're telling me is that it didn't get very far. <laughs> yes. What I'm telling you is uh, Citra's going to have partial cover from that pillar, but he's going to full out attack. Oh, oh, great. I mean, oh, actually better me than Hollis. And then we'll full out attack against Citra Nahamra. Oh, no. Oh. Are you sure It'll he's not a haunt? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. He's not a haunt nor a fear effect. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. All right. So uh, starting off with a 41. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that gets, that gets me. Uh, that is for 23 points of damage. Ow. Follows that up with another stab. That one is a 39. Yep. Jeez. Jeez. That is for 24 points of damage. Uh, so do I get cover from my own blood by any chance? <laughs> no. You're also behind a pillar. Yeah, I was going to say, keep in mind your AC is too higher because of the pillar. Not that that's doing anything with with those high scrolls. (laughs) Third attack. That is a much better roll. Uh, That is a 42. I'm not even going to deign to answer you on that one. Uh, That is for 27 points of damage. Gosh darn. I thought the third attack was supposed to be less. Fourth attack. He's a horrible monster. We hate him. 29. That one does not hit. Yay. Bite attack. Oh my gosh. What? What is <laughs> this guy? A dragon? He's a dragon. It's a dragon fish. This is that the is dragon a 33. Bite. No, with with the pillar. No. <laughs> and then a stinger comes around. What? Ah! He is a lionfish. This is too many. Too dragon many things. Fish. He's a dragonfish. That is a fish. 36. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh, it's poison time. It's poison time. Yeah. That is 10 points of damage. So I will need you to make uh, three saves against poison. First fortitude save. I rolled a 10 for a 22. Okay. Am I dead yet? Nope, but you are poisoned. Yeah. Okay. That would be a uh, 15 for a 27 and a 12 for a 24. Good news is you only fell once. Oh, well, that's Bad news is. Uh, Bad news is you take four points of strength drain or damage. Ah! Ow. As you begin to feel yourself locking up, taking us from, uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, yeah, that's the end of your turn. What a heck of a turn, jeez. Yeah, I'm more than half my hit points down, my strength. uh, So, yeah, so that's also affecting my swim, which thankfully I have water breathing, so I'm okay. (laughs) So, from the div, who continues to froth violently. Goodness. Uh, roaring and stabbing wildly, the desiccated hand that he wears as a necklace flopping back and forth as he stabs uh, violently into Citra. Um, again, for Masika, you're close enough that like there's this blood cloud spreading off of her as you're beginning to lose sight of Citra under this uh, extraordinarily violent attack. Speaking of, Masika of the Beckon. All right. Um, Masika will take a little five foot floaty float. I'm going to cast Neutralize Poison. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the DC of this is, but I roll a 15 plus my caster level, which is 15 for a 30. A 30? Yeah. So, Masika, you 
swim your way forward, uh, reach down since Citra's below you some as she's stumbling back from this onslaught of stabs around the uh, the edge of this pillar. You place a hand on her back and Citra, you at the very least feel the numbing sensation of the poison leaving you, although you still feel this like spasmodic weakness going through your entire body. That's the end of my turn. Yeah. I figure Citra just like gives her like a weak thumbs up, like thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also, I'm also certain that like, uh, I can only imagine how terrifying it is, even knowing that you have water breathing, the thought that you could just like be paralyzed under here and sink to the bottom mm. and then be left there until your spell runs out. There's a reason why I like to only swim in crystal clear, very chlorinated <laughs> pools where I can see the bottom. Not the ocean where there could be a kraken beneath you? No, oceans are Or gross. a jellyfish. <laughs> so from uh, Masika, Sudikantar. Okay, so move action, slot on my uh, ring of freedom of movement. Okay. I'm free. Yep. I need to get down to this guy and start drawing some fire, so I am going to uh, do a swim check and try to swim down to basically be in his threat range. There's not really much else I can do besides just be big and intimidating. Okay. So swim check. So um, clarification on freedom of movement and swimming. Uh, a creature that's uh, cast or has freedom of movement on them automatically succeeds at all swim checks as the water offers no significant resistance to, the, to their movement. They also may then move their regular land speed as basically kind of a swim speed Whee! because you're just moving through the water. Uh, in nice. addition, because this finally clarifies this, if the creature has the ability to do so, it may fly or use spells like air walk to free, freely move as if it were in air. <laughs> yeah. You can technically, if you have wings, fly using wings with freedom of movement through water. Weird. Okay. Um, all that to say, I want to swim up to this guy, but not like provoke an attack of opportunity, just like get into his threat range. Okay. So you want to go down 10 feet so that you're technically you'd still be slightly above him at that point. I want the high ground. <laughs> Give me that plus one. <laughs> and this five feet forward. So you're in the threatened range, but not moving through it. Yeah. So yeah, you delve down, uh, you dive down about 10 feet or so, making your way forward just trying to present a larger target than Citra, which actually judging by the fact that it's, again, it has soulless black, almost blazing eyes. eyes. Uh, however, these turn directly towards you as it seems to grin, uh, presented with a larger, more intimidating foe, which seems to be its preference as it Sweet. turns its full attention to you. This is fine. Uh, as a swift action, I'll switch to pummeling style in preparation for the beatdown that I will hopefully survive long enough to give him. Ah, <laughs> uh, the classic race to the bottom. <laughs> yep. From there we go to Citra Nahamra. You are bleeding. Profusely. Although not capital B bleeding. Yeah. Flavor. Also, you're not bleeding. having to make another fortitude save that would have been uh, DC two higher because of the multiple exposures. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, follow along the same vein of thinking as Sudi, and I'm going to activate my uh, unfettered shirt. Very well. So standard uh, action, activate your unfeathered shirt, which will grant you freedom of movement for, uh, is that a minute? Five minutes? Something like that. Long enough to hopefully finish this fight. 50 rounds later. It gives me for 10 minutes. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and activate that to get my 10 minutes worth of uh, freedom of movement. And then I shall right. then move myself into the flank. Okay, uh, since you are under the effects of freedom of movement, it does mean that you can make an acrobatics if you don't want to provoke an attack of opportunity. I would definitely like hey. to do that. Get in that flank. Well, I start with a 29. Okay, you're gonna He's need a big it. Boy. 
I'm gonna need it. <laughs> Great. He's a um, big boy. <laughs> I rolled a 15, so hopefully that was enough uh, for a 44. That will provoke an attack of opportunity as you no! move around. Into the oh, come on, dude. <laughs> are you kidding you me? You are not moving through his space, though, so. There is that. However, he does stab at you with a 44. Ironically. Okay. Time for more everything. poison. Sudi, you got to start eating these attack of opportunity. Whew. That I... is 30 points of damage even. Ow! Are you even still up? Yes. Okay. But for how much longer? <laughs> okay. You get around into the flank as you circle around behind this thing. It eyes you almost dismissively as you are so Thank much smaller goodness. than it, it, turning its focus on the uh, the larger target That's closer its to its own size. That He's is a semi, semi okay, semi a problem. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't stab him this turn. I'm perfectly fine with uh, with him targeting me, though, because uh, Masika's next to me. And I was going to say, Citra is as far away from the healer as possible. <laughs> yeah, I, but I have I have DR5, high fortitude. I should be fine. I just need, <laughs> I'm going to need a booper five. Hollis, Starkweather. All right, I'm going to quicken haste on everybody. Nice. Cool. So let's be hasted. Then let's be hasty. Let's be hasty. Let's act hasty. <laughs> <laughs> just be hasty. You already ate his attack of opportunity. I don't know if he has combat reflexes. Um, what are you trying to do that you're going to be that close to him? Some silliness. That's probably a bad idea. He's a barbarian who's doing boatloads of damage. Well, I don't want to be close to him. I want to get to Citra. Ah. Okay, so let's see. 5, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right, that's what I'm doing. Uh, Hollis is going to swim around the other side of this little pyramid to behind Citra. Okay. He will take the attack of opportunity as you move through. See, told range. you. <laughs> told you. Actually, he has quick reflexes, which means he gets an additional attack of opportunity while raging. Rage power. Oh, goody. It's fine. Sick. I have some temporary hit points right now. That is actually that. a natural one, so that will not <laughs> strike <laughs> Hollis <laughs> as she circles around. As he just kind of half-heartedly stabs in that direction, but is still watching Sudi. Do you think he has another one of those? You know what? I'll cast on the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I would play it safe at this point. Here's <laughs> yes. what I'm doing. Uh, it turns out the cowboy hat was the only thing giving Hollis any sort of uh, reserve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hats off. Uh, 17. Off the rails. Come action thing. wizard. Uh, I get a 44 to get my uh, third level spell off. Uh, okay. So I'm going to tap Citra with displacement. Okay. So you have a 50% miss chance on Citra. Very nice. Which I'll sucks it. because it includes healing, but also the healer's far from you, so that's all I can really do for you now. I'll, all right. I'll take it. It's okay. I think we figured this thing out, this thing's tactics out accidentally. He may change his mind once he gets stabbed the bejesus out of in a second. That's here. true. That's true. Citra <laughs> will easily outdamage me. But maybe not. Well, I, I don't think that he's stupid, but he might be single minded. If only I had a little tiny bell I could be shaking underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Just really dig it into him. It's like, no, hit me, hit me. <laughs> All right. Here we go. That brings us to this guy. Oh, boy. Hurt me. He will. Eat me. Yes, I'm Tommy right. Lee Jones right now. <laughs> He's gotten the fill for the party. He thinks. Pretty sure he just ate me. He got the taste of you. Literally. He'll turn his focus on Sudi. Okay. Don't fast. Not, not to freak y'all out, but I'm a little nervous about this. Oh, God. Woo! When you say that. Here we go. He will turn on his power attack. 
All right, you're hasty. I'm nuts. I, why, why am I surprised? I don't know why I'm reacting He's at all. He's a yeah. Here we go. He's going to hurt me plenty. And that is a... Uh, my AC not so great right now, man. He doesn't know that, so he's actually going to go ahead and use his surprise accuracy as well. Great. What? Great. Which gives him a bonus as a swift action on his next attack roll. You have a great. plus one on your AC. I mean, I got DR5, so it's time to time to earn it. 42. Oh, yeah. I'm not playing second edition. Mm. That is 40 points of damage even. Okay. He hefts and stabs a second time. No surprise accuracy on this one. That is still a 41. That's a hit. Ooh, uh, that is 43 points of damage. <laughs> Third attack. That might actually miss. Yeah, that's a 25. That's a miss. Fourth attack. <laughs> All right, that's the opposite direction. 33, that's a threat. Uh, that'll hit. That is a threat. You are a black cat. Can you make him re-roll things? Yes, oh, I make, can make him re-roll Wait, it. I can make him re-roll that. Yes, black cat power activate. He re-rolls that with a minus four penalty. <laughs> black cat activate. I only used it in like five books, but hell, Episode let's go for it. Episode 200 special. Jordan remembers his class ability after being reminded by someone else. 200 special. <laughs> the black cat gets used. That's better than the episode 200 Sudi potentially Sudi dies. Sudi dies. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's a worse roll. Hey, Minus okay. four off of this. Yeah. That's an adjusted 28. That's a miss. All right. Boom, baby. That was worth it. Bite attack. Uh, bites at you with a 37. Yep, that's going to hit. Uh, biting onto you for 18 points of damage. Stings out at you. Reroll that. That was kinked. Stings at you with a 28. That's a miss. Okay, so uh, I think the power attack honestly still paid off. Uh, yes, it did, because I am I lost 100 hit points doing that. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, to be fair, it's uh, it's better than, because he starts at uh, whatever he rolls plus 70 if he criticals. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, Cyrus. Oh, actually, that... I, I apologize. I take that back. He starts out with whatever he rolls plus 105. It's a times three crit for that spear. Good gravy. That would probably have killed me. It's quite possible. This guy is uh, is not screwing around. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him. Yikes. I will not survive another round of those hits. So, um, uh, neither yeah. will I. That's a problem. This this is a problem. We need to, like, heavy hit this guy. I'm doing my best. Masika, oh, gosh, golly. Of the beckon. I can heal people or I can cast heal, my other cone of cold. You gotta uh, heal you people. You can't get a cone of cold off that won't hit the party at this You'd point. have to swim to the other side. Yeah. And kind of in its threatened range, but could. How much is Citra hurt? I, I got twenty hit points. I've got <laughs> a, I've got eighty one, and he did over a, he did a hundred to me this last round, and that was with missing twice or three times. I don't remember how many times he missed. All right, I'm gonna cast mass heal, which is the best I can do for Whee! everybody. Um, we it's we will bad. take it. I mean, and that's take a reset, gladly. basically. <laughs> dude does a lot of damage. Yeah. And immediately a bit, okay, so everybody's going to get 150 hit points back. Um, it immediately nice ends start. the following adverse conditions, including ability damage, blinded, confused, dazed, dazzled, deafened, disease, exhausted, fatigue, feeble-minded, insanity, nauseated, poison, sickened, and stunned. So Citra's not strength drained So Citra either. doesn't have the strength, strength damage any longer. Sweet. Okay, good. And I don't know if either one of y'all were poisoned. There's been so many uh, uh, dice rolls. There's so. been so, so many poisons flying around. <laughs> So Masika steps aside, swings her arms out as this pulse of energy rolls through the uh, the room. Uh, Citra and Sudi suddenly feel revitalized. Ba -ba -da -da. The, their Ooh. blood flowing back into their body magically. Oh, thank God. 
Like little schools of fish <laughs> made of blood. <laughs> like, I, I don't like that imagery. That's no. cute, though, because Undine, you know, fish. I don't know. I thought it was cute. <laughs> uh, Masika hits the reset button, taking us to Sudikanto. I love a reset button, man. Why am I thinking of Little Mermaid in this at this time? I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> Down where it's wetter, things are better. <laughs> They're not better in this case. <laughs> not right now under the sea. Um, all right. I'm going to, I guess, just take a five-foot float, for lack of a better term. Uh, and uh, Floria blows this guy. Movie, but it's basically a step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Floria blows this guy. Um, we'll see if we can't trigger some opportunists and actually. Are you stepping towards him? him? Where are you taking that five foot step? I'm sorry, I didn't say. I don't. I don't know what position I am versus him versus Citra. So. If you're within his ten foot reach, you're within. He's within Mine, your yeah. ten foot reach. Oh, okay. Good yeah. point. You can just hit him. You can I'll either hit him I, from there, or doesn't really matter. Is you know he what? flanking I, with me? Is the question. Yeah, am I flanking with Citra? That's the real Sudi question. Sudi is providing a flank because this square of Sudi's is flanking with Citra. Kay. Sweet. Okay. Also, you currently have the high ground, which is going to give you a plus one bonus because you are at a higher well, elevation than he is. Take I have it, the high it. ground, Gawas. Like Jawa, but Gawas. Gawa. Gawa. I have the high ground. Krishinov Heck, I believe, is actually his name, but he hasn't bothered introducing himself. No, he didn't introduce himself. You know, I don't care. He stabbed me a lot. All right, here we I'm go. I'm glad that Masika did that because I was afraid it was going to be episode 200 where I kill two PCs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was going to be real scary. Kill. Okay, first attack. I do a. I roll a 17. That is a 41. A 41 will strike your raging foe. Yes. He also has dex damage, which reduces his AC slightly. Ha. Okay, excellent. Uh, so that is 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. So uh, and you're pummeling. So some of that gets through and. You're now through his damage reduction. I would like my opportunist, please. <laughs> More well. saps, please. Citra's opportunist goes off. Okay, okay. I'm in the water, which is not great for this, but I did roll a 19. Actually, because of your freedom of movement, you take no penalties whatsoever for being in the water. Yep. Sweet. Because you no longer uh, take that minus two. I got a 19 for a 38, which is a threat. And you're hasted. Everyone remember you're hasted. And, and I'm hasted, so 39. Hmm. A 39 will hit... And threat your flanked target. Roll to confirm. Yes, critical giggle. Get him, get him. Get him. Yeah. A natural 20 will automatically <laughs> confirm your critical yes. hit as you dive into the back, revitalized by this wave yes. of positive energy. You launch yourself <laughs> back right. to the attack. Okay. Going, I really don't know if Masika has another one of those, so we <laughs> nope. need to end this. I really well, don't. I'm pretty sure that was a once per day kind of deal. That was a one and done. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I love you sixes and fives. Fives are good. Pathfinder players are simple people that just really love high numbers on dice. We just want dice with big basically, numbers. Basically, yes. Big numbers. I miss that golf ball that I used to have that was basically a D100. Mm. It was it was a D100, but it was basically a golf ball. It was the size of a That's golf awesome. ball. It had tons and tons of sides. All right. So total, that would be uh, 51 points of damage. Ouch. That uh, is good. a painful hit. So that was 51 full-on points of damage, although actually uh, 10 of that was knocked off because of his damage reduction. Yeah, that, okay. I, I was like, there's something. There's something there that I couldn't <laughs> it's the get DR, yeah. Okay, 51 points of damage. I assume you would like to do your... I would like to uh, debilitate him so he is bewildered and disoriented, so have fun trying to hit me again, <laughs> which I'm uh, sure he's don't, still well. Don't invite that. You're also... Yeah, I you guess you have displacement, so maybe invite that a little bit. So. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's well aware of that hit that you just gave him. Sudi, however, still has the rest of his turn. 
Yep, now and that I've fulfilled my, so my, my true purpose, which is taking a bunch of hits and making sure Citra gets a flank, so I will now go for my me. bonus damage. <laughs> Second attack. His AC is also down by two, so. Well, I rolled a natural one, so there goes that. Boop. Natural Peace. one will automatically miss foe. Uh, that is a seven, uh, which is a 26, uh, 28, 29. A 29 will strike your flanks. Is it bewildered or disoriented that's the AC penalty? Uh, AC penalty is bewildered. Yep, your flanked bewildered foe. Heyo! That is 14 points of damage. I am pummeling. That all goes through, so another solid hit. Uh, Okay, fourth attack. All right. That is a uh, 19, which is a 33. Just keep hey. picturing this thing yelling Wootini, and it makes it kind of funnier. <laughs> He's got a little Wootini. hood on. You've misunderstood him. He was just trying to sell you some droid parts. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I assume that, that hit. Uh, that will strike, however, your uh, flanked, bewildered target. Okay, that's 20 points of damage. The solid hit as you continue to hammer home. All right, haste attack. Here it comes. Uh, so 14 on the dice gets me a 38. 38 will strike your foe as you continue to hammer in over and over and over again. This is your fourth uh, strike? This is the haste attack. So this is my fifth strike. Uh, or your fourth hit, correct? Yes, because I rolled a natural one on one of them. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, 17 points of damage. All right. I will then use my one of my key points to... Uh, my last actual key point or else my weapons aren't magical anymore. Or my fists aren't... Wait. I don't need that. Anyway, um, to get another attack, just because I really want this guy to not hit me again, because that was painful and awful and horrible, and he oh, should Oh, is this the last die. of your key points? Uh, no, actually, I have ah. one more key point. Ah. This is key point number seven, for those keeping track, I have eight. Very well. Yikes. Uh, so that is a four. Uh, so that gets me a 30 with the flank, 31. 31 will strike your foe. Yay! That is uh, 21 points of damage. Get him. Another solid blow. So I believe that was a total of five successful hits, correct? Uh, yes. And what is your DR? My DR? Oh, because you take damage yeah. for hitting him with your fist. Oh, that's right. Uh, oops. Uh, my DR is five. Okay. Uh, t- I rolled two sixes, so you take two points of damage because your DR does apply when you're still punching his skelly hide. So. Ha ha, take that. <laughs> so your that knuckles are somewhat hide. bloody as you're pulling them back away from punching into this thing. But That's it's fine, not, I think uh, I would actually walk that off. With your DR, it's not nearly the 22 points of damage you would have taken otherwise. Oh, <laughs> good gracious. Thank you, DR. Yeah, I was going to say that DR paying off. Totally, Living Monolith was the way to go. Yeah, it's, it's almost like... It's almost like it was made. (laughs) (laughs) From Sudi Kantar, who did an impressive amount of damage, Citra Nahamra. Finish him. Citra's going to two-weapon fight and get this mofo. Yeah. Finish him. For y'all's edification, by the way, uh, between uh, the Cone of Cold doing a ton of damage, that polar ray and the various hits and all the rest of that, you have done 202 points of damage to him so far. Oh, my God. Good job. I mean, he's he's bleeding, but he's, he's still an looking outsider. Okay. They're made of hit points. <laughs> he's also yeah. a barbarian. I believe he gets temp hit points from that too. Yeah, true. He is raging. He's raging. <laughs> I wish I had calm emotions to be like, no, calm down. Like, oh. oh, that'd be a perfect okay. time for that. I don't have it. <laughs> all right, I only rolled a nine, but with all the stuff and things, uh, that would be a twenty-nine to hit. A twenty-nine will hit your flanked, bewildered foe. 
He's extra bewildered against you. That's true. I think it's next level when it goes to minus eight. Is that right? Mm. Which is just kind of obscene. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of obscene. This guy. Citrus damage. He looks like a lionfish, and all I can think about is that episode of New Girl where Schmidt is in love with the fish because he's decided the fish is CC, like, subconsciously. Okay. Uh, first hit is 36 points of damage. <laughs> Ow. All right. Okay. Seven. And plus since technically 12. the uh, bewilderment triggered on your opportunist, it's still in effect because it's one round. Yep. So, uh, unfortunately, I only rolled a seven for a 22 on that one. A 22 will strike your flanked bewildered target. Well, okay. That minus six, just killing him. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that minus six, the plus two bonus for flank, the minus two because of the dexterity damage. It's added up to take his re- or his AC down pretty good. Also, he's a barbarian, so he's already taking a penalty. I mean, true, yeah. <laughs> I guess he could stop raging, but at this point... Then he'd no, be actually, tired. No, he wouldn't die, but he'd be tired. All right, that next uh, hit will be uh, 35 points of damage. <laughs> Ow. Get him. Okay. Guys do so much damage. He's doing a lot of damage to us. <laughs> he started it. We're just returning that. the um, favor. But I don't. This one was a much better roll. That was an 18. Nice, nice. Which is a 43 and a threat. <laughs> Hits threat. Roll to confirm. Uh, pretty sure natural 20 will confirm. Dang, that's Boom! the second one. A natural 20 will automatically confirm your critical hit. I'm going to be giggling all the way to dropping this fish. <laughs> We're going to have sushi okay. tonight, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat That him. just seems really gross and horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, one year creature. later. How did we all get the fiendish template? But the joke was <laughs> worth it. The joke. Oh, so many sixes. It. I love you sixes. Narmer secretly feeding bits of him to the oh, Stinger no. Jr. and... Oh, snappy. Stinger Jr. is just going to have to be a baby alligator for a while because I don't have the break enchantment to turn him back into a scorpion. I probably <laughs> have that, but we should save it until we're not, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. We, we got uh, priorities. Dungeon diving. The first thing we do after you beat the campaign. Uh, 41 points of damage. Ouch. No, he's still going. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think we just crossed 300 hit points. Okay. <sighs> Well, okay. he does have DR, so he is taking that okay. off the top. Oh, I guess that's true. Uh, he does have some DR. All right. Rolled a 17 for a 32, which is still mm-hmm. a threat because my crit range is 15 to 20. 32 mm-hmm. will hit. Threat. Roll to confirm. I love it. I going to say, Rachel's <laughs> dice definitely took a turn. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh she just rolled another natural 20. Yes! Get him! I don't know. Why is it always on the second one? It's on the confirmation. I don't know. Perfect 20 will automatically confirm your Uh, critical Man, that heel was like, here's some bonuses. Some Heather luck got across the table. Yeah, that's what we got. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Laughing at me. I just like that you continue to do your hand rolling and the rest of us have all decided to just do fast rolling in the chat. No, I, ha- I has the luck with these d6s. I have to keep the luck with these d6s. I hand roll my suit my suit uh, damage. Yeah, but are you rolling like 66s or whatever? Uh, well, no. Uh, that would be 48 points of damage. Ouch. Is he dead yet? Still going. Like ah! Did you take your haste attack? No, I have a haste attack. Haste, go. Heck yeah. Might. This might do it. This might do it. Might? Come on. <laughs> Only might. Come on. Let's okay. do it. Oh, man. I did not roll a crit on this one. Oh. Uh, I did roll an 11 for a 30. 
A 30 will strike your flanked, bewildered target. Okay. This is a real race to the bottom kind of fight. Oh, mm -hmm. 100%. <laughs> hey, we got that reset button and that changed the odds. <laughs> yeah, it did. Okay, not. And not then four on phantoms one. raised. No. no. <laughs> no. I, Don't bring it up. It's too soon. Too soon, Rick. I'm out. Masika's like, I'm sorry. Okay, we're bowing to Hakatep. I'm tired Bye. of these mother effing phantoms <laughs> and this mother effing pyramid. We're going to go put this hat on the other one and just be crocodiles, okay? <laughs> not nearly as good damage, but it was still 27 points of damage. Please tell me I sushi dim. Citra. Leaping forward. She's in the water. On, onto his back. Leaping forward with uh, with freedom of movement because it's magic. Who knows how it works? <laughs> Jumping forward, grabbing onto it, ramming your kukri into his back. I think five successive times, maybe four successive times. I want to say five successive times as you hammer home into this thing. You finally <laughs> manage to get it into the negatives. No, he's it's so no! baby. No. No. However, he does not have Die Hard, ergo oh, that okay. renders him right. unconscious, Woo. at which point he loses all of his temporary hit points, at which and point dies. he dies. After the party, after his DR had absorbed 80 points, oh my God. and wow. the party beyond that 80 points had done 339 <laughs> points of damage <laughs> for a total of 400 <sighs> And 19 points of damage. Wow, that was wow. wild. Slays the beast. My God. Good gracious. The blood <laughs> fills this chummed red water as this Ugh. creature bound here. So literally now a being here slain. Oh, good. Floats belly up <laughs> to the top of the water. Ah, uh, like all Is that fish creepy do. hand around his neck magical? Probably. It's probably a... <laughs> really? That's your first question? <laughs> it's probably like a hand of the mage or whatever they're called, right? Maybe. So Masika seems to be detecting magic on the, uh, the dead guy. <laughs> Citra has just floated to the bottom and she's just like... <gasps> Hollis gives her a high five, friend. And then I miss oh. you a couple of times until that spell wears off. And then we high five for real. <laughs> We're just trying and it's not working. <laughs> Stay in this plane. Stop it. You casted this. Mm. And then you did get hit one time. Oh, well. Isn't that how it always is? I should have put it on Sudi and I swim up to the little triangle to see what's it's up. It's better to uh, to have it and not need it. Or yep. pyramid, not, not triangle. Uh, the pyramid is down at the base. So oh, Citrus down sits down next to it. Yes. So. Uh, Masika will let Narmer out of the bag while she's swimming up to see if this guy has anything magical. Hey guys, oh man, that guy looks real cool. I bet mm -hmm. he had a ton of hit points. Sudi will probably stay with Masika just to not switch the, uh, not, uh, split the party. We're probably going to need you to lie on the magic walls again. Mm. Oh, okay, that'd be real cool. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so Sudi in his lar enlarged form, I guess, will just kind of like go to the top and like tread water a little bit. Actually, weirdly, I don't think I even have to do that because I automatically succeed on swim checks. Does that mean I don't even have to try to swim? I'm just going to float no, there? No, you just boof through the water however you want to because of freedom of movement. Masika gets a 33, taking 10 to identify any magic this weird guy has on him. I guess Sudi okay. will help move him around to, like, expose all of his, like, goodies. Objects. <laughs> Give so, me your goodies. Uh, going around real quick, uh, Hollis, I imagine, looking over the pyramid. Yep. Uh, can identify that this pyramid seems to be basically the exact same to the previous one. Makes sense. So the one under all the magic ice is one to just distract of you with magic ice. And waste Could all be. your time. 
Hey, well, now we can go down there and mess with it because we... Well, I did yeah. read Ice Body, and I can move through magical ice, but I have to succeed on a caster level check. So okay. we can, I can go check it out. Yeah, because cool. I am curious about what the heck that is versus this. Yeah, because I don't want to set up our little house in here with the daemons like we paid them for 24 hours yeah, no, no. of service. So, yeah. You, you mean you don't want to set up the house in the middle of the, uh, the salt water here? We'll go back well, outside. Yeah, with I'll the act as a doorman for two sapphires worth five thousand gold. Get out of here! <laughs> I know that you have them. Wait, seriously, are those worth five thousand gold? Because oh my god, they were really expensive. <laughs> I think they are. Yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, again, the pyramid seems to function exactly as the other pyramid did. So I can go in all the details with that whenever cool. we uh, need to. Uh, Citra collecting her breath, and I suppose just kind of checking this, probably checking the pyramid over before Hollis does anything with it, in case it's like a crazy trap pyramid or something. Mm. Uh, Sudi and Masika looking over the body, you are able to identify his magic items. Uh, first off, well, you'd have to go down and get it, but his uh, plus two keen spear, uh, uh, large size, sank to the bottom. Sudi, you need a spear, right? <laughs> because again, <laughs> let's get let's get this guy that when he's power attacking has a plus 105 points of damage. Keen. Yeah, that's mean. <laughs> that's just mean. However, I don't... I, Actually, yeah, I rolled the one critical threat against Sudi, but uh, fortunately, I, I believe that class Thank ability you, saved you. Thank you, Powers. Yeah, if he'd gotten me with the power attack, I would have been dead. So it's a good thing he hit me before. Uh, if he had hit, if he had hit me with that critical, I would have died. I, I wouldn't have died. I would have gone into the negatives. I would have which, died straight up from full yeah. health with temporary hit points on top. Ooh, potentially. Secondly, his really cool-looking belt, this like thick brown leather belt, covered in uh, gold plates with a design on the center that looks like the front prow of a ship. Oh, that's Ooh, cool. Cool. Is a belt of physical perfection plus two. Oh, wow. Nice. Maybe so if anyone wants plus, plus two to all of your physical stats. I need my plus four to dex. Thirdly, um, oh, son of a... What? Ah, something <laughs> you could have used to kill us with and you forgot about it. Oh, I missed something. That's Yay! my fault. I'm... I'll own up to it. It's uh, in well, our favor, so he it's has okay. a hand of glory, so that one's completely That's different. What it is. Ah, okay. That lets you wear an extra ring or something, doesn't it? Mummified human hand hanging around the character's neck. Gross. Takes up a uh, neck slot and allows you to wear an additional ring. So he must have three rings, right? Surprisingly, no. Oh, I think he just weird. had a hand of glory. Must have got it off somebody. He just liked it. However, on this hand of glory, the thing that I kind of slapped myself because, uh, he would have uh, still been alive for, actually, he would have been alive for Hollis's turn, so it may not have made as big of a difference, uh, is his ring of evasion. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, crap. Oh, well. Uh, in addition to that, he has, uh, has a collection of gold jewelry, uh, necklaces, rings, etc. on him. Awesome. Or a total of 900 gold. Is the pillar where the instructions have been being, is it the pillar of the writing wall instead of the walls around it, or what's up with this pillar? Uh, looking over the pillar, yes, the pillar appears to be the uh, kind of the exact same magical auras that you've seen on the other uh, Scrivener's walls. In this case, it's just a Scrivener's pillar. Bothers me that it's not centered. Yeah, nothing in this room is. It all bothers me slightly. Especially because the doorways are not actually centered so that they're off of the previous rooms. So they've got like half squares. Anyway. Yep. Uh, looking over the pillar, you do see the most recent order. Which seems to have been written out to someone else, stating, Position your pyramid five miles off the coast near Totra, there to await my orders to assault either the city 
or the fleet of the usurper. Patience, soon your spears shall taste blood. Oh no. Well, good news is they're off on the coast. Also, really? Usurper? That's what we're going to call the the guy sitting on the throne? Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. The, the rightfully elected. You're a dead guy. I mean, we don't love this other guy either. He's not elected. We don't love this new guy either, but like, that's just I mean, a we silly don't have thing. a big fan of this guy, but like, you know, he he is the pharaoh at least. Okay. Well, at least it is I mean, over the water. If they're five miles off the coast, if this thing, when we bring it down, it's just going to crash into the water. Exactly. Yeah. So that's It'll jump. be nice for scuba divers later. So, yeah, yep. we'll just let this one alone. It'll be Sorry. horrible for scuba divers later because <laughs> all the undead that survives. Oh. Uh, I'm uh, looking for the I phrase. I see a future underwater adventure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Isn't there like a magic phrase? It was really like cheesy. What was the phrase? Uh, open in the name of Hakatup. That's it. Yeah. I, I guess I'll so, do it since I'm down here. Yeah. I'll poke it and say that. Yeah. Placing your fingertip upon the pinnacle of the pyramid and speaking the words. Open in the name of Hakatup. Yeah. The pyramid flashes. There's a, a flood of energy down. And through the water, you can feel a slight distant boom hmm. reverberate through okay. you. Okay. Well... I have a spell that'll let me tunnel through that ice if we want to figure out what's going on with that sarcophagus, just in case it might come back to bite us later. Sounds I good. mean, for the sake of completeness, we might as well check it out. Leave no stone unturned. Except the bad ones. Yes, except for the bad ones. Uh, what about this okay. other little hallway area? Is it open? I assume it's a mirror it's, of the other it's one. A, yeah, it's called two portals. I imagine it just goes out to that other doorway we mm. saw. Okay. Checking it. It goes into an identical chamber to the one that you'd uh, entered previously. Cool. Just make sure you grab your rod before we go. Oh, yeah. I go get my rod. And I guess we'll have the little ferryman take us to the ice chamber. (laughs) The little ferryman. The big old boys. Big old ferryman. We check on the crocodiles. Yep. Yep. Narmer's kept them safe. Excellent. So I will cast, when we're back to the room with all the ice, I will cast ice body and I need to make... A caster level check versus a DC 11 plus the caster level of the effect. Okay. So you climb back on the two ferries. You make your way uh, north, turning back to the left, making your way past. Those pillars are still burning hot, by the way. Hmm. Uh, before wow. turning around the corner, uh, passing the entry area, continuing on past that before turning back the way that you originally went to eventually arrive at the Chamber of Ice the uh, stone landing here, an L-shaped chamber lying at the end of this canal, brightly colored wall paintings depicting figures of winged serpents. And beyond the entry entrance is what appears to be a pool, uh, though the water is frozen solid. A large painting of a winged serpent figure in red, discernible at the bottom through the ice. And then deep beneath the ice, a frozen solid pyramid, as well as what appears to be a sarcophagus. Well, Masika will cast her ice body spell, and that will last for the next 15 minutes. So we all and watch her. And I roll a 13, which gets me a 24 to... Oh, no, sorry. Yes, yes. 13 plus 15, sorry. 28 to get through the ice. Okay. Will not succeed, miraculously. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, Ooh. this is a CR 18 wall of ice. Wow. Wow. So Masika's standing there all Emma Frost style, just like, wow, that's... Okay, well, I roll a 15 that time, which gets me a 30. So you just kind of press yourself against it, just kind of 
push your way through uh, before eventually sliding. Masika uh, has a 40-foot movement speed because of her boots, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's only 10 feet deep, so you can slide down to the uh, the sarcophagus. Yeah, nice. I just want to look over this, get a good look at this sarcophagus. Yep, who needs to be See put on ice? it's worth us digging it out or anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be able to open it because, no. you know, but I can at least... We don't, wouldn't be able to read anything clearly on it but with 10 feet of ice between us and mm-hmm. the hieroglyphs. Reaching it? Mm-hmm. It's frozen solid. Um, it appears to be an extraordinarily simple sarcophagus, though. Hmm. Wooden design, very little decoration or anything added to it. And as such, you think probably that of maybe a warrior or an advisor. Hmm. There's no hieroglyphs, no cartouche or anything denoting who this is on it. There's a single hieroglyph on it denoting this as Kesem. Kesem. Hey, who's that on the list? And can I get a good look at the pyramid that's under here from where I'm at, or do I need to try to get closer to it? Uh, you would need to move closer. All right. That's not going to get me anywhere. That does. That's another 15. So I'll go over to the pyramid. Okay. So you struggle before eventually managing to get over to the pyramid. Stupid Hakatab. Anyway. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, this appears to be identical to huh. the other pyramid. Is it powered down? Nope. Like the other one is? No. It's a fake. Detect magic? Yeah, let me, I'll detect magic and everything on it. Uh, detecting magic, it does detect as magical. Uh, in fact, its auras seem to be identical to that, and purpose seems to be uh, identical to that of the other pyramid. Uh, what do you get, taking 10? A 30, yes, a 33. With that, you are able to determine that it seems identical. However, you're not positive what magical effect will happen if you should actually activate this. But this the one we already activated was the real one. Same correct to Hollis. So we activate this one, the ice disappears, and whatever undead monstrosity is in that sarcophagus jumps out to murder us, right? Probably, Probably. yes. Probably. <laughs> so this is a classic uh, honeypot so trap. All right, I roll an 18, which is enough for me to get back up to the surface. Very well, you plop back up. Uh, Narmer, uh, who's, and I already forgot the name because Kasim? it's Kasim. late in my short-term Kasim. memory. Yeah, who's Kasim? Kasim, Kasim, Kasim. Uh, it's not on our list. Oh. Hmm. So the pyramid down there gives off a magic aura very similar to the other ones, and if we activate it, something will happen. Mm. I and, bet it's and real cool. Sh- I bet it's bad. And it's you're sure the really one, bad. the other one was the real one? Yeah, and it did the thing that the last one did, where it felt like something thudded or whatever. Well, it also had the writing on the walls. Yeah, I didn't notice any writing on the walls down there, right? Just the pictures of the snakes? Just the pictures of the snakes? Yeah, so um, what probably would happen is that ice will disappear, and then whatever's undead monstrosity is frozen forever in that coffin would just, you know, try to eat us. Hmm. I vote for leaving it in the ice. Yeah. Agreed. Keep it on us. All right. Well, I suppose we should uh, go find somewhere else to rest for the night. Because yeah, uh, ledge, I guess. Yeah, I, I, they're they're cool for ferrying us around, but I don't know what they'll do when the twenty four hours is up. Hmm. You can trust us. No, Shush we you. can't. <laughs> dismissal, dismissal, banishment. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for ferrying us around for the proper payment and not, you know, trying to kill us. Of course. 
We've killed a lot of things in this place that they thought were death traps, so I think they're probably I guess like, that's also mm. true. I like existing. Existing is good. We're not paid yeah. enough for this job. Yeah, I mean, go mm. ahead and attack me now, or I'm immune to a whole bunch of crap because I'm literally made of ice. <laughs> true. What's the worst that this ice room could do to me? <laughs> so I suppose you all turn, have the ferryman take you back to the entrance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, step out to go and uh, and find a place to uh, to rest in preparation for, I believe, your delve into the crypt of Earth next. Yeah, that'll yep. be yes. fun. All right, Narmer, you're you're gonna have a decision to make. Okay. Is it a big one? It's a big one. So we can turn Stinger Junior back into a scorpion. Uh huh. Or when all this is over and we get back home, I can awaken him so you can actually talk to him and be his friend while he's still a crocodile. Oh, wow. What What about I'm... Scary? I have a feeling Scary is going to turn back into a beetle Okay. after he dies. We'll see how that goes. I'm personally <laughs> invested in, in Scary. I'll, I'll have to check the, the rules in the previous book. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I had the option to be a crocodile, I, I'm pretty sure I'd take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, so you it, ha- I think it's what Stinger would want. You do run the <laughs> chance that if he's awakened, he may not want to be your friend. I'm very likable. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> He'd appreciate all the things that I've done for him, I think, including apparently giving him uh, awesome teeth and all the rest of that stuff. And, and maybe we can make him a little like a little blade attachment for his crocodile tail so he can sting people again. That'd be cool. Oh, it could be a clockwork stinger, like a like a hidden blade, like an assassin, but it shoots out poison also. Oh, this is the greatest idea I've ever come up with, and I can only assume he will eventually be a PC himself. <laughs> and we'll pick it up here next time. <laughs> what oh, an episode two hundred! Oh, so fun. Oh, oh, Cyrus. Almost, oh, almost Cyrus. killed part of the party. Gosh, that oh, was my close. Goodness. I'm also glad we didn't F with that fake pyramid down in the ice. Right? Seriously. That would have been bad. Episode 200, (laughs) two rage, two PC death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That close. That that, that was rough. 6d6 plus 105 damage on it. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.